You're listening to a Rare Drop podcast. Check us out at raredrop.co. Hey everyone, Kevin from Rare Drop here asking you to head over to our Patreon and check it out. It's patreon.com slash raredrop. Perfect place to engage with Rare Drop and enjoy the best community content we have to offer. Our six membership subscription levels offer exclusive content, behind the scenes moments, merch discounts, live Q&As, and so much more. Check us out at patreon.com slash raredrop and myself and the entire team are excited to see you there. Action, adventure, and ancient enemies await on Rare Drops Tabletop Roleplay Adventures. Join us Tuesdays at 7 p.m. Eastern as Reckoning Hour journeys through Kaldheim, and Sunday at 7 p.m. as Ancient Relics and Hokey Religions makes their way through Wildmount. Tune in to watch at twitch.tv forward slash raredrop or fb.gg forward slash raredropco. Well, hello, chat and everyone. Uh, to, to address the, the elephant in the room, uh, yes, we are back on my channel, and I hope you like it and welcome. And if this is your first time and you didn't know I had a podcast, that's dope, too. All right. I'm glad we got that out of the way. Hi, everyone. Welcome to Broman Podcast episode 137. Uh, today, we are joined by Samantha. Oh, man, I did not practice your last name. Is it Robertel? Yeah. Yeah. Awesome. Oh, that's yeah. great. As uh, Yes, I have reading problems. I always like getting it first try. Uh, Samantha Robertel, the marketing manager for Gamers Outreach. Uh, welcome to the show. Uh, I'm incredibly excited to, to chat and uh, get to know what it's like uh, doing, you know, marketing management for another charity and and uh, all that fun stuff. So uh, I guess like my first question, as always, is how did you go from because we we've met previously as broadcasters. Mm-hmm. So how did you like what was your journey, I guess, from wherever you started, maybe even your first job uh, to where you're at right now? Like, and how how did that work out for you? Because I always find it super interesting, um, especially when streaming has been like a part of somebody's journey. Yeah. Um, <laughs> my first job was at Cracker Barrel. Whoa, um, mine was at Chick-fil-A. <laughs> that's awesome. Nice. <laughs> nice. Oh. Um, yeah. And um, I was a cashier. Um no one else would hire me. Like I applied at Best Buy, I applied at GameStop, I applied at Shut all up. Of these places. And Cracker Barrel in Arkansas mm. was the one to hire me. That is hauntingly similar to my experience. I've never really? I've other than Chick-fil-A, like I've never worked in a proper restaurant. I Best Buy wouldn't okay. hire me, GameStop wouldn't hire me. And I had like friends who were managers and they were just like, sorry, but I can't I can't help you out. And I was, it's like, and wow. I've never met anyone else who had that much trouble trying to find a job because like when you finally get it, you're like, oh my God. Yeah. The, I, I applied at the local grocery store, Publix. I applied at Publix mm. and they wouldn't mm. hire me in high school. <laughs> and yeah, and I was like, what the heck, man? Yeah. You hire all of the entire school and you won't hire me. Yeah, like all my friends were here. Like, what the heck? Like, they told me that you're yes. Like, the friends are like, oh, they'll hire yep. you. They hire everyone. Yeah, no, they don't hire me. Oh my god, they don't hire me. Some really nice lady in Cracker Barrel was like, yeah, okay, we'll try it out. <laughs> oh my gosh, sure. that that's <laughs> that's amazing. <laughs> Thank so you. like, Thank yeah. you. <laughs> so like, what? I'm so much more engaged with your story now, knowing that it was like really hard for you to find a job because I found that yeah. to be a thread for my entire life. So like I'm so, so you, you start working at Cracker Barrel. Where do things yep. go? Where do things go from there? Because it can only really go <laughs> up, right? I don't know, can it? I, um, <laughs> oh my god! I was uh, I hopped around a lot of restaurants. Um, I actually had two jobs when I was living in Arkansas. Um, I had moved in with my boyfriend from Florida. Um, and I ended up like working at a retail store in the mall, like the local mall. Um, I ended up moving up to Chicago with my boyfriend at the time um, and got a job at Hopcat. No, not Hopcat. Sorry, Buffalo Wild Wings. Ooh. Hopcat was a later date. Good old. I worked uh... at a lot of restaurants. <laughs> um, 
but yeah, Buffalo Wild Wings was a great place. Loved it. Um, and I pretty much like hopped around restaurants. Um, I worked at Cracker Barrel again in Colorado. Oh, you love going. You got to love going back to the old job. That feels yep. good. Um, Did that with Starbucks a couple times. I worked at Starbucks. Nice. Yep. Okay. <laughs> yep. Okay. I got everyone works at Starbucks. Most psychotic order from a regular, like just the one that you were like, I can't believe you got to this point in your life. But I'll go. I can go first. To, you go first. Like, okay. So all right. So Janice, I love that you have this dialed in. Janice. Um. Uh, oh man, it's great. No, this is because this is burned in my memory because I've made it so many times, including like four times a day when she was like in a mood and it wasn't ever good enough. Okay. Uh, yeah. So Janice, right? <laughs> Um, it was a, a grande. I like to call it three percent, half, half and half, half, two percent, one hundred and eighty five degree, two and a half sweet mm-hmm. and low, three Splenda, just about this much creamy foam, the creamy foam, not the bubbly kind. Um, uh, and then if you could leave the lid off. Oh, and three and a half shots, three and a half shots. Yeah. I don't even know what to say to that. <laughs> I thought it was a joke. Um, the first time I got the order. So like, I looked oh at it God. and I was like, oh, this is one of these test beverages. No, no, she's serious. I don't know that I ever had. I can't think of. I can't think of an order that like really blew my mind, but I always had the the regulars were kind of crazy. OK, Um. Like, we always had the same regulars come in um, through the drive-thru, and they would order, like, five Frappuccinos. But it would be busy. It's oh, yeah. Like, yeah, 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 yeah. That's cool. the best. The yeah. best was or, the, the um, soccer mom, like, giant van, and you just know it's, like, 15 venti Frappuccinos are coming out of that thing. Yep. Yep. <laughs> um, yeah, that was a good one, too. I would always have this guy come around at, like, 5 o'clock in the morning. Um every single day mm. um i had one guy come in that i think was part of the like the mob oh that's always um, good yeah, yeah yeah and i just like didn't really talk to him he would talk a lot too but i couldn't understand him he had like a really <laughs> heavy like thick russian accent and i'm like i gotta go get here's it. your coffee <laughs> um yeah we just had like really weird people i once had to kick a homeless guy out we had a we had a we had a homeless problem at uh, our Starbucks as well. We a lady wash her hair in the toilet and then poop in the sink once. <laughs> wow! Yeah, mm-hmm. it was a trip. <laughs> I'm impressed that she I'm lived. My, so impressed. I, I blame my manager for that one. Uh, like uh, my manager was like, "This is the th- you know the third place thing." Like that was like, "This is yeah. the third, yeah, yeah. yeah this is the home away that. from home, right?" Yeah. And they were like, this is her home away from home. I'm like, her home. And I was like, I'm not trying. Like, I want this woman to get help. I don't want her to keep coming to Starbucks every day. She's sleeping in her car outside of the Starbucks. She sleeps in her car and then stays in the Starbucks all day. And she finds 50 cents to, like, order a coffee and then get refills all day. Like, that's like that's her life. And then she's like working on a book. I don't know. I then I worked in a psych hospital after this. And I was just like, you really like I was just like, man, you just you needed help. Like, uh, you know, like she this woman or I. I still think about her sometimes. I think, like, I hope she's okay. Like, she really needed some help, so I hope she found it. But, yeah, like, that was my Starbucks experience. Anyway. I don't know that I was at Starbucks for that long. Yeah. Long enough, at least. It was three and a half years for me. Yeah. I was there less than a year. Um, And that actually led me into my first marketing job. Oh, wow. Okay. Which was, uh, like, a social media agency. You're a marketing agency. Okay. Um, remote, similar to like what I'm doing now, but we did it for um, multiple uh, people, like multiple, um, what's the word I'm looking for? Brands? Yes. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. yeah thank you. Um, so we had like restaurants under there. Um, I did some marketing for like Berkshire Hathaway, but in Utah. Um, yeah. They were selling like million dollar houses or like five million dollar houses. Fun. And like, what is going on here? What's going? What's going on in Utah? God, like these houses are huge. I can't afford this. Um, and I actually like wasn't that into it. Mm. Um, I wasn't good at the remote work. I was 
really bad with time management. It might have been like an organization thing um, and like communication thing, but I ended up leaving. Um, and I um, went to work at Hopcat and Moose Jaw, which is a, an outdoor retailer. Okay. Similar to like an REI. But yeah, okay. Yeah, fun. Moose Jaw. Yeah. Yep. Um, and I made it to the marketing department. Um, meanwhile, I was also working at DreamHack. Um, I was in the, for one period of time, I was jobless for about six months, um, trying to get my life together. <laughs> There's a lot yeah. going on. Um, and I flew out to E3, um, like a couple of years ago. And I literally just focused on like trying to get a job in the gaming industry. Mm. And I ended up doing like a series of, um, interviews with Corsair. Um, I love Corsair. I love all the people there. Um, didn't get hired, which is fine. Um, but I did get to work for DreamHack through that. So, mm. um, I ended up doing like social media coverage, event coverage for DreamHack. Oh, that's kick ass. Which is awesome. <laughs> yeah, that's awesome. Yeah, it it's so cool. I have gone to a bunch of different events now. Um, definitely to Sweden. <laughs> so that's yeah, cool. Like what? Um, <laughs> I'm like, okay, cool. Gotta go to Sweden for the weekend. Be right back. Um, and it was just amazing. Like I couldn't have asked for a better company to work for and work with. Like, um, as a contractor. Um, and then most recently for Anaheim before, you know, the whole world shut down, um, one of my coworkers who works for DreamHack introduced me to Zach, mm. um, and was like, Hey, you know, like gamers outreach is looking for someone to do social media coverage for the, their event coming up. They're also looking for a marketing manager. It's like, okay, sure. <laughs> Let's see what I can do. Yeah. Um, so I did some coverage for, um, for GFG and it resulted in a job and here I am. That's <laughs> kind of weird. Yeah. Well, that's, that's actually like, that's such a cool, that's like a cool story because it, there's a lot of like saying yes and I'll try it like in there. Right. Like you're yeah. a lot of people after being jobless for six months, like I don't think a lot of folks are like, I'm going to go to this event and I'm going to get a job. Like that's a, that's a bold like that's a courageous really move. Hard. Yeah, that's <laughs> that was really like, hard. Yeah. What what was that like? What was that decision making process like for that? Like, did it just feel like the right thing to do or? No. Oh. No, <laughs> not at all. Okay. Um, like I had a no. I had, was going through like a pretty nasty breakup. Um, like I was living with a friend who refused to have me move back to Florida. I'm originally from Florida, hmm. um, and so now I live in Michigan. Um, and my friend was like, you are not moving back. Mm. Like, you, this is this is not healthy for you to move back. There's nothing in Florida for you. Mm. Like, stay here until you can get on your feet and, like, figure it out. Yeah. Like, and also you're flying to E3 the next day. I'm like, okay. <laughs> so, like, I'm just, you know, a, a mess um, at the event. And I'm like, okay, well, I don't have a job. Um, I need a job. Um, I had a couple of people like introduce me to a few people and it was, I was so nervous, um, talking to people. I didn't know what to say. I didn't know what I was supposed to say because half of my history or more is, uh, restaurants mm. and streaming. Like yeah. <laughs> I stream, <laughs> like, I don't yeah. know. What am I supposed to say? I, I, I don't know what I don't know. And, uh, I hope that you can like, give me the chance. Um, and coincidentally Corsair was my last stitch effort. I'd made it to like the final interview. Mm. Um, so it was like a, between me and someone else. Um, and <laughs> it was really funny because, um, like they ended up not hiring me, but I was like, I'm done. I'm not, I'm, I'm over it. I, I don't want to be in the gaming industry anymore. Like, there's a lot of negative, like negativity yeah. on the business side of gaming. Um, Definitely. And I wasn't in it for the money. 
Um, but it's, it seems like a lot of people can be. Yeah. And, um, and so that's kind of when I was like, eh, I don't, I don't really want to do this. Um, but yeah, it was like the scariest thing I've ever done. I don't know how I, <laughs> <laughs> that's, I, mean, I don't know how I did it. I really don't. That's, those are the most like looking back on them. Those always end up being like the most incredible moments in your life. You're like, yeah. I don't know if I could do that. Like if you put me in the exact same situation right now. Like, I don't know if I could have a repeat performance, right? Yeah. Those, those kind of moments are like, you, yeah, when you said you felt it was a bad decision, I was like totally keyed into that. But so like, I think like that's so, in, that's like so impressive that you overcame, like that is some serious turmoil. Like in that situation, you're going through like a rough breakup. You're like, all those other stuff. like those are all very real difficult mm. things. And then to have like the moving back home, I moved, I moved out of my house like uh like when i was 20 um mm-hmm. uh and then like i never moved back in and there was like yep. some times where it was like move back home or be homeless and i was like i will either fucking figure it out be homeless yep. or uh but i'm like not gonna move back home uh so yeah. like having like i i really like resonate with that and, and having someone in your life help you recognize like this is like that's not a healthy the, the healthy choice isn't to just go back it's to find yeah. something that's forward and then to go from like all of that to like, all right, well, I'm just going to show up and I'm just going to talk to people and I'm going to figure it out. Like that's, that's all. That's like heroic. That's pretty awesome. Thanks. Yeah. I Thanks. think, I think that's like, I that, appreciate that. Yeah. It feels like a hero moment. Like, you know, and, and so, so from that you get, you get the job and you're working with DreamHack is what came out of that. Yeah. Yep. Since I'm the, bringing so, free jobs. Yeah. Oh, oh. Yep. Yeah. That's awesome. So yeah, like, I needed so, money. <laughs> <laughs> I needed, yeah. Uh-huh, I just made it work. Holy crap! Practicality is is a hell of a motivator, isn't it? Yeah. And you're like, I gotta eat. So uh, I, do. I do. That's. I mean, I don't think I've ever talked about this before, but like when I started streaming, and then it, it, I got to the point where it was full time for me. Like that was like the default mode decision in the back of my head. I was like, well, I gotta eat, and I was like, this can feed me now. So like. Yeah. You know, I was like, what? <laughs> like, what yeah. do you want to do? And I was like, I'll just do this to eat now. Um, might as well keep going. Might as well. Yeah, you might as well just keep going and see what's like at the end of the road. So yeah. so what's it been like going from working on, you know, like the, the scramble, right? Like trying to get like lockdown jobs and and, you know, figuring things out with your life and and like getting to that point where you're like, OK, I'm, I'm working consistently and you start working with gamers outreach like right before everything i didn't know that right before everything shut down yeah my one year anniversary with gamers outreach is in like a week <laughs> um so that it's like you yeah, were like into the pandemic for the hire yeah yep um what? yeah so like when zach when zach my when you know zach weigel and i talk um it's really funny because he's like you don't no, half of your job still like there's so much more that we'll be doing um i've never stepped foot in a hospital wow yeah so that's uh that's been fun <laughs> for, yeah for like a medical charity that's that's that is wild yeah. so yeah i have so many questions uh because i feel like this is like super valuable and timely like what was it like like doing an interview and getting hired in a pandemic like yeah what like what question. was that experience like <laughs> um it was actually like really emotional um the the timeline and i'll be like i'll be as quick as i can with this um mm. i was working um i had moved positions uh while i was at moose jaw and mm. ended up on the marketing team i was doing okay. seo coordination for them um <clears throat> and so like, luckily, I was still working through the pandemic. I, you know, a lot of people can't say that. Um, I, I feel very lucky to have been able to do that. Yeah. Um, and I, you know, did the coverage for them for GFG, for Gamers Outreach. So I did, like, a contracted work for them. Um, and probably, like, a week later, Zach was like, hey, so we would like to hire you. Or, like, I would like to talk more about this. Wow. Um, we have a position opening up. Um, and I was like, okay, cool. Like I would totally be interested in in working with you. However, like my boss at Moose Jaw is 
about to have a baby. Like, his wife is about to have a baby. Um, I don't want to leave him high and dry. Like, he's having a baby in three months. Yeah. Um, I don't know that they'll be able to find anyone. And um, I could see myself growing at Moose Jaw. Right. Um, you know, it's an outdoor retailer. It's a company that, that I really like. I love the outdoor industry. Um, gaming is also something I really love. Um, and so I remember, like, Zach and I talking a couple of different times. They were still, like, working on on things, whatever they were working on behind the scenes at the time. Um, and meanwhile, I'm, like, on a video chat with my boss at the time, and I'm just, like, bawling. Oh, no. I'm like, I don't want, it. I don't want you to be mad or, like, oh, yeah, <laughs> I hope you find that's rough. Else. And so I, I told Zach, yeah, I told Zach, I'm like, I don't, I don't want to work for you yet until I can make sure that like my other job is, is fine. Yeah. So like, I just want to make sure everyone's covered. Um, and Zach was like really happy about that. He was like, Oh, like, I'm glad that you wouldn't just like quit the next day. That's good to know. But yeah. like, also, <laughs> can you get here soon? Um, but I think it made it easier because I had like been to GFG before, um, I met Zach like three months before that. Um, but I didn't really know anyone else on the team. Um, so it was like, it was kind of weird. Yeah. It was, it was a really weird time to transition into a fully remote job, especially when like my job at the time, we were, you know, intending to go back to the office at some point. Right. So now I just don't have an office. This is it. <laughs> and that's like Super that's weird. a jarring change if you're yeah, used to it's like, yeah i work work at home for permanent uh <clears throat> that's it <laughs> but uh oh, this is my life now yeah that's uh like that's an that's so what was it like trying to do the usual like new employee stuff in the like remotely and like trying to cause, because like marketing manager is not it's not like a, like a, oh, that's just simple, easy position, right? Like there's, there's a lot of threads yeah. that, that tie into marketing. So like, how did that all, like, how did that, how did that work? <laughs> um, I'm still figuring it out. Yeah. Um, but, you know, I think the first probably half of my year was really, um, getting to know the nuances, getting to know the programs that we use um getting to know my coworkers and how they work um kind of like figuring out my voice um moose jaw was a very like cheeky company um their sure. marketing is is very you know like tongue in cheek um yeah a little bit playful. of an edge mm -hmm. and okay. um so like my emails were never really super serious um but i didn't know how to act with the new coworkers, right? Yeah. Okay, well, we're in we're in the gaming industry. That's great. Um, I don't know. Are you gonna laugh at my jokes? Probably not. That's yeah. cool, I guess. <laughs> uh, you know, if I send an email to everyone, are they gonna laugh or no? Probably not. So yeah. Um. Yeah, it's been interesting. It's been. Um. It's been weird. Mm. I met one of my coworkers randomly in Texas. Um. After we were doing like an activation for the Rock. Mm -hmm. oh. Um. Yeah, it was really cool. It's just so weird that like I'm we're both living in Michigan, and the first time I meet him is in Texas at someone's house. Yeah. Um, <laughs> but yeah, I mean, it's just been super interesting, super weird. What a yeah, like it's it's a it's all weird. It's such a everything fe still feels weird. Like even when things opening back up, like it's definitely mm -hmm. been a. It's been an interesting year, like especially for and I'm 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 so intrigued. I have like so many more questions for like everyone, <laughs> even like myself now. Like what like what did we actually change? Like what sort of like adaptations have we made as people like that do jobs mm -hmm. since we've had to be so remote for so long? And like yeah. um and there's no like there's no like, oh, we just hired all these people. Let's do like a company retreat so like we can like brief in everybody and like everyone gets to know each other's sense of humor. The email thing like really touched home for me because mm -hmm. like I I write like I, I write like I talk. And yep. so that does not <laughs> like it doesn't come across really well. Also, my punctuation's crap because I just gave up on trying to 
I gave up on trying to write like a normal person, and then I found out that there's like a, a way that you can write for like speech writing, and I I tried it, and I was like, that makes sense to my brain. So yeah, yeah it's giant run on sentences with tons of commas, and then I have to fix it. Um, yeah. But yeah, you know, like that kind of stuff. What so? <laughs> All that stuff is so difficult. What what was your do you have a, a tip or a trick for anyone who's going from like, let's say, a, a lower professionalism requirement job where the company's more relaxed to like maybe tighten it up a bit? Asking no. for a friend who's me. Damn it. <laughs> I don't know. And you know what? And I yeah. say that in all sincerity, because mm. I I personally don't want to work for a company mm-hmm. that will not accept me as me yeah. um and i i'm very like firm in that i don't care if a company like doesn't like tattoos okay cool like that's clearly not who i want to work for then yeah, or, yeah like you know a company that doesn't like dyed hair cool like obviously we weren't gonna work out um yeah. if you don't like my jokes totally tell me um they're never like crude or awful or you know, <laughs> They're bad, but they're not, you know, <laughs> they're, they're bad. not bad. <laughs> they're like, they're bad. Um, they're bad jokes. But they're like, yeah. That's amazing. But, but yeah, I don't, I don't think that, I don't know. I think that society is um, so quick to adapt themselves to what they think is professionalism. And mm. um, whether that be like, run on, not run on sentences or, you know, like not adding a, gif in your email or right. <laughs> you know like making a joke um you're inspiring I, me i'm I gonna start using more emojis now you should you should why not why not do what you want. who cares who cares i like to end Give every sentence luck. i like to end every sentence with an exclamation point i'm that guy because i want you to know i'm excited to talk to you about it in I real life you change <laughs> I change a lot of my exclamation points. Oh, I delete them. I hate it. I do the whole thing and I'm like, did I do it for every sentence? I'm like, I fucking yes, did. I, I did. did. Okay, so I need to pick the two sentences that I really want everyone to know I'm excited about. And then every other sentence as I delete it, I think, and I'll sound like an asshole here and here and here. Yep. Because if I'm not, if because I talk with an exclamation point, like that's like, yeah, like I'm, that's that's how I engage people. So if I don't put it there, like you're going to think I'm mad. That's what my brain thinks. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yep. That's oh, my like God. Texting culture now is. Yeah. It, either you don't put a period mm-hmm. or you put something else. Right. Like, like if you put a period in any form of a text, someone's like, are you mad at me? Thank you. Oh my like, God. No, thank I'm just you. A statement. Thank you. Period. Oh, I didn't know. Yeah. I didn't know it was like that. Thank you. That's what we're doing. And it's, yeah. <laughs> that's exactly like, what yeah, it feels thanks. like. <laughs> yeah. And they're like, yeah, no, thank you. And you're like, yeah, I know for yep. what yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that's man. Uh, we had this. Okay. Paul, Paul, uh, who, who works at rare drop is, is in the chat. And he said, we literally had this conversation in the office yesterday. I'm going to start using more emojis for internal emails at the office. 100%. I'll try to keep it professional yeah. for outgoing, but then maybe I no. won't. <laughs> I knew you were going to say that. I was like, nah, yeah. she's going to be you're like, no, 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 no. Holy crap. I think as long as you get your point across, it's that's fine. what matters. Right. Yeah. Yeah. And if you know that someone's not going to get your joke, then like opt in or opt out to use it. I always, I should, uh, man, I should make that my email. Uh, I should make, I should make my (laughs) email. Yeah. Yeah. Opt in for jokes, please. Opt in for jokes. Oh, hi. Thanks for opting in for the joke of the day. In lieu of the traditional hello greeting, I'd like to present to you this gift. Yep. I always, another one is, is starting an email with hi, hello, or Hey, Hmm. Yeah, I always feel like hi is a little too short. I think hello Ooh. is a little like is a little like aggressive in a way. Okay, and I think that hey, I have to add an exclamation mark like mark at the end. Oh yeah, you gotta let them know so, you're excited. It's yeah. an excited. And then hey. if it's just their name, it makes me feel really uncomfortable. Ooh, if it's just the name, yeah. If it's just the name, I'm in trouble. Ben, comma, whoa. 
Like, uh, I'm sorry, officer. I had no idea that, uh, I had no idea that we were first name begin email right now. I didn't know I was in trouble. That puts me into defense mode every time. Every time. Yep. I've, this is amazing. I've never enjoyed talking about email so much in my fucking life. Um, okay, so you're welcome. That's, I, I, you have legitimately made my life better with this conversation. I'm not even kidding. I'm gonna, <laughs> I'm, so I, I'm gonna try. No, I'm gonna try. I'm gonna be like, this is my personality. Deal with it. Yeah, don't be. There's no reason to be afraid, right? No. As you no. so aptly pointed out earlier, I literally am my own boss. So, like, why am I not doing that? Um, yeah. So. Emails aside, which, by the way, I think I actually I actually wanted to mention, like, I think it's super amazing that you like refuse to compromise who you are for employment. Like, I I think that that's that is something that is definitely like an active choice, um, because I've def- I've been in personally been in positions where I was like, I could totally take this job, but like, I'd feel like a piece of shit um, yeah. or whatever, you know, like n- not trying to say that about any anyone you were talking about, but like that was my experience. No. And so you have to make this active choice to not take the other job. Sometimes, especially especially if you're struggling, you have to like make that active choice every day. And it's yeah, fucking hard. Um, yeah. It's hard when it's uh, for me, like I used to like I used to have big gauges in my ears and stuff. And so Sweet. like, yeah, yeah. So like that was a that was problematic for some of the places that I worked at. And um you know, I always, uh, I never compromised on, on it because the one time I did, I was like, I feel gross. Like, I feel like that was like the most scummy. I was like, I'm going to take a shower. Like, because if you, if you, if you have to change, like, let's say, uh, parts of yourself that aren't harming other people. Right. Okay. So, you know, like, I'm not trying to say like, if you're an asshole that screams at everybody, you should change that. But like, if Probably you have, work on it. if you have tattoos or if you have piercings, um, like any, anything that's like non-traditional appearance, right? Mm-hmm. Like that should be fucking normal. You should be able yeah. to look however you want when you not like however you want, but like you should be able to look your role and that any role in any company, it's 2021. Like, any role in any company there are ceos out there with fucking face tattoos all right like yep. let's like let's get over the idea that like well in order to have this kind of job we must not have tattoos like, really yeah yeah i yeah that really that struck a chord with me <laughs> yeah so I, I think, think that's cool it's uh it's this is a really weird comparison but it's kind of mm. like marriage like i don't okay. want to marry someone who doesn't like most of me at least no you know, like, no that's legitimate that is a legitimately I, I great standard someone who yeah. who is like Ugh, my personality like there's gonna be something mixed up in there at that point so yeah like that's i i mean that's an incredible stand that's an incredible standard um yeah don't compromise that uh it's good yeah. you know because i did uh, with my previous relationship, and I can tell you after meeting my wife, uh, yeah, when you when yep. you find somebody who yep. likes most of you, and then also like maybe for me compliments the parts that definitely need improving, like you know that's yep. the shit she's great at. It's <clears throat> awesome yep. because then you have someone who loves you, and then someone that you can like learn from when they choose to yep. teach you, but you can also learn passively just by watching them, you know do the things that you suck at better <laughs> which is definitely yeah, exactly. how i've gotten better at cooking um sweet my husband picked up uh cooking during the pandemic oh yeah yeah he he was uh, not jobless um but he was working retail um he was a general manager and um the shop was closed and he's like yeah. i'm gonna learn cocktail making i'm gonna learn cooking and i was like okay just pick That's up great. the skills, right? Like, I love yeah. learning new stuff. Do you yeah. have, uh, did you pick up anything new in the pandemic personally? Any new skills? Did you go through the yeah. sourdough phase with everyone? No, no, dude. Good you on can't you. Find yeast anywhere. True. Can't find anywhere. I, um, what did I go through? I, uh, started making jewelry. Oh. So um, I have also acquired like way too many plants, um, which I think is pretty normal for yeah. pandemic. Yeah. 
Um, it's normal. And yeah, I don't know. There's, it's mostly like I tried to crochet. Yeah, uh, look at I, that. Yeah, it's I also, cute. I also. Oh my god. Yeah. Yeah. Well, this is my now favorite one. Now it's plant share time. Sorry, audio this people. Is Ralph. Do you got names? Hey, I don't got names. That's yeah. Ralph. This is Ralph. <laughs> This is uh this is weird alien looking one and this is the textures haven't loaded all the way one. Cause it's got like pixels. I love that so much. That's what I Amy Yeah, and like I was the guy. This is great. This is a pandemic episode, chat. You didn't know you were gonna get one. Welcome like, to I, our lives. Yeah, well like I was the I was the guy I was the guy that like just didn't I didn't do plants. Like Amy did plants and I didn't, Yeah. I was like, ah, I don't know about plants, but then like they just kept showing up. Right. And then they just creeping yeah. in every part of my life. And then like, and then like, I want to learn how to take care of them. Like you again, like the passive watching thing. I killed enough. Yeah. 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 Oh. And then like Amy has had a couple struggles with some, some finicky plants and like watching yep. her go through the battle with the plants. I was like, I need to be able to help with the easy plants. So she has more time. <laughs> Or the asshole plants that yeah. like don't want to grow. Yep. I um I bought so we have like a really nice, it's called the plant house. It's a really nice um little like plant shop. Um and I ordered something online. I was like, yeah, I'll support local and like curbside pick it up. Um and I thought what I was getting was like like okay size. Yeah. I thought it was like a like a not a rare and exotic plant, but I thought it was like one of the nicer ones. So I bought it. It was kind of expensive. Mm. It's like okay, we'll try it out. Hopefully, I don't kill it. Um, I don't have it in my room anymore, but it is like this big. Let me see if I can like this big. That's big. Massive. Yep. So um, that's fun. I don't know what I'm supposed to do with that. <laughs> I literally, for the longest time, it was just, I think you came into like a meeting one day and I was just talking to Mindy about my plants. Yes. And I was like sitting in the, in the middle of the room and I'm like, I don't know what to do with this guy. He's just here now. This, yeah. yes, I remember that. Look at, you were like, look at this plant. I was like, I don't know where it goes. <laughs> what am I, doing with I don't know yeah. where this plant goes. I found Wait. a home for it. Oh, where does yeah. it, uh, does it live? He's in the living room now. All of my plants are men. I don't know why. He's in the living room. Yeah, I, yeah. hey, he's taking. He's he's he he works hard for the money of oxygen money. I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. No, either. my orchids are no, my orchids are also guys. I don't. I don't <laughs> my car is a boy. Uh. That's actually that. See now. Yeah, well, I think all my plants. I think I always say her for all my plants. This is interesting. Yeah, you would probably call a boat a girl too. Definitely. Oh yeah, look at her. Look at that. Yeah, yeah, you always do that. Plus, I think, like, well, at least for me, I definitely fucking picked it up from, like, all the old men that I hung out with, because that's how they talked yeah, about all the shit they sure. like. They're like, look at that. Isn't she beautiful? Look at the watch. Look at the gorgeous. She's gorgeous. She's what a gorgeous tree. Look at her. She's gorgeous. What a gorgeous tree. Oh, look at that car. What a gorgeous. Look at her. She's gorgeous. Yeah. Like, that was yeah. definitely the yeah. old men I was around growing up. Everything yeah, was personified female. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was really. <laughs> that's really funny. I never picked up on that. Um. <laughs> okay so what so aside from plants um and and uh and cooking was there was there anything um i guess was there anything else that was going on during the pandemic um or like being quarantined and all that all of the the other wild things that happened that you really felt like wow like i learned you know this about myself or about my job that i don't think i would have had the opportunity to learn without like this change right like i think we've i have yeah. had a lot of personal changes in my life and growth because you know everything everything else got you know a big pause button pushed on it yeah i um i when i think back a year ago right um yeah or even to like the beginning of 2020 mm. before everything happened um I switched jobs. <laughs> the world shut down. I mm. switched jobs. Um, I got married. Um, Whoa. Which is awesome. Yeah. Like, I'm, we got married in the backyard. Amazing. Um, 
I learned that like uh I, I learned a lot about my about my friends um mm -hmm. and like friend groups and um people who like want to stay in touch will stay in touch and like people who are going through some shit like could always use someone to talk to right um like I I was talking to a therapist um mm -hmm. I went through all of winter talking to a therapist and she was awesome like mm. her name's Susan I don't oh, talk yeah. to her anymore um oh, but... my therapist's name's Carolyn she's dope we talk like oh, once or twice name. a month I like that. yeah yeah she's yeah. badass yeah um but I mean like as far as work goes I when I think back to the agency that I worked for before um you know like my my first marketing job um yeah. Aside from streaming, because I always said that was like part of marketing, right? You got to market yourself. Um, Truth. <laughs> no one's going to watch someone who doesn't market themselves. Um, I have noticed a big change. Um, and I don't know if it's like in maturity or if it's like company organization or what. Um, but I, I want to succeed more. Mm. And I think that kind of going through this pandemic has really like opened my eyes to that into like I I still like to be spontaneous but also like it's great to have a job that I mm. love and like I don't want to mess this up um yeah and so yeah it's just been a lot of like really weird growth areas like I never thought I would be talking about yeah that man that's the, I think like that's the perfect sentence right like there's stuff there's growth areas where I like I can't believe that I'm like oh, I'm just going to talk about this now like there are things if I go back, like, like you said, like the beginning of 2020, like, um, you know, there's stuff that I do now that I would like, that's, I find unbelievable. Like thinking mm -hmm. back through that lens, like, um, yeah. one of the big things for me was like, I, I, um, I like refused to do email for a long time because I, I was terrified of it because I have like right. a, I have a like a learning disability. And so like writing is really hard for me. Um, and so like, I let that fear, like, you know, you can play as a streamer, you can play it off. I got to just read. Yeah. I don't have to write that much and you can keep everything in DM. So you have casual conversations, but yeah, you know, uh, then quarantine happened and we had to shut everything down and our whole business pivoted to this completely new, uh, style of business. And, and we're, yeah. you know, it is great. It's like what I've always wanted to do, is, you know, work with a bunch of different charities and help everybody like, you know, get better best practices and like just take all the stuff we've learned. And but in order to do that, I had to start functioning like a, a uh, in my mind, I think a grown ass adult and yeah. use email. Um, and so like the first uh, man, the first this I'm going to be really open about this, like the, <laughs> the first two months I was like writing emails like I would have to like fucking pump myself up. Like, Aww. like I had, like, it was, it like, it was, um, like it was homework, right? Like yeah. all of the writing in my life had always been graded because I'd been school and then college mm -hmm. and then post postgraduate stuff. Like it always, so like I, there was this invisible teacher in my head that I didn't know was there yeah. that was like reading everything. And I was, I was writing for that person and not for myself. And yeah. like. And then that whole set, like, what the fuck did I just say? Like, th like, I don't I that's that is true. But there's just no way in hell I could have gotten to that point had things not been on break. If I wouldn't have been, you know, yeah. stuck in my house and, and just forced to like think and think and think. And eventually you start driving yourself nuts. And then because it's so long, you're like, I'm sick of being nuts. Like I'm, yeah. I'm sick of this thing. This thing's bothering me. I have to fix it. And then, um, and then I started going to therapy, <laughs> yeah. uh, but yeah, yeah. And that's what, and, and that was, uh, and that was a big thing. Like uh, it encouraged me to sort of overcome some, some of these like deep seated fears I had about operating. Like, uh, I also was telling myself, like, I'm not good enough. Like you're just a streamer, right? Yep. Like <clears throat> just a streamer yes. and boy, like Twitch chat will sure let you know, uh, yeah. that nothing you have ever accomplished in your life is good enough for that one asshole in chat. And you know that they're an asshole, but they still said it and your eyes saw it and it's in your head. So, yeah. you know, like, so getting like overcoming those voices and really trying to like trust myself was a huge thing. And I never thought I'd be able to do those things 
Um, and yet, you know, here, here we yeah. are. Yeah. <laughs> here we are. I've and one or two emails from you. Yeah, yeah. We've we've exchanged an email. And guess what? Like the world didn't explode. No. Oh, my God. I used to have the weirdest, like paranoid dreams and stuff. Like, like just the random person I sent an email would write back and they'd be like, this is the most unprofessional email I've ever read in my life. We're never doing business with you yeah. ever again. And it's like because I forgot a comma. <laughs> business dreams are so bizarre. I had a I had a dream recently, actually, that um, like our uh, one of our contractors called me an asshole. Oh, in my dream. And I woke up and I was like, oh, my God, did was that a real email? Like, I don't know. Mm-hmm. Yeah, did uh. I don't like those. Um, the really yeah. vivid dreams where you're like, I don't know. Yeah, um, every night. You have dreams like that every night? Yeah. Is that exactly? Do you want to hear a crazy dream? Do you have time? I will yeah, tell you no, this bizarre I, dream. I'm, I'm, I think that at I, this point, everyone will be super mad if we didn't hear the dream. So I, I got to hear it. I had a dream like a year ago um, where I uh, woke up. And, um, like I've experienced sleep paralysis a couple of times Ooh, mm-hmm. and, um, like the first time I was terrified, I was like, I don't know what is going on, but I do not like this. Mm. Um, and I also like fall asleep to scary movies, ah. but those two were not even like, I did not watch a scary movie then. Mm-hmm. Anyway. So I woke up, um, in my bed and my husband wasn't, wasn't there. Um, and I was like, okay, what's going on? And in our room, there was like this party going on. Okay. Okay. And like hot dogs were falling from the ceiling, like water, like the, there was a bartender there and like water was spurting everywhere. And I was like, what is going on? Like what, where is my husband? (laughs) Um, and I, I woke up and I was like, okay, that was super weird. Um, and Stefan, my husband is sitting on the bed watching TV I'm like, dude, I, I need to tell you about this dream. Like, I just had this bizarre dream. He's just, like, not listening. Not reacting, not doing anything. And I'm like, dude, like, why won't you answer me? Um, and I was like, okay, I'm over this. Like, let me just wake up again. <laughs> so I woke up. And um, suddenly, like, we're in a different place. It looks like our room, but there is, uh, like, a cop car going by. Mm. And... I'm sitting next to like a door, like a screen door. And there's like two kids outside, not kids, they're like teenagers or like young 20s. Um, And they're like running past, like running away from the cop. And I'm like, oh my God, are you guys okay? Like what's going on? Um, And they don't really say anything, but one of them like tries to open the door. And I'm like, okay, like, we're just going to close this because it was it was unlocked. Mm. Like, we're just going to close this. And he looks past my shoulder and is like, um, is your alarm set? Like, my, I'm like, nope, I don't like this anymore. Like, if someone's going to try to break into my house, we're getting out of here. I get out. Okay. Wake up again. Stefan gets out of bed and is like goes to get a glass of water, comes back. And I'm just, I'm sitting there like defeated. I'm like, are you kidding me? Like what is going to happen? Walks in. He's like, do you want some water? And I was like, I'm sorry. Are you real? Like, are you fucking real right now? And he's like, yeah, man. Like, (laughs) and I'm like, (laughs) I'm like, I need to tell you about this crazy dream I just had. And we ended up like, I told him about, all four of these dreams um but i literally kept waking up and i'm like i don't is is this real life like i don't know if Stefan comes in with water like Mm -hmm. are are you real or are you not like am i gonna wake up again and do this all over again so that is yeah how so that is super amazing (laughs) that's people in sats like get this woman a totem you get some crystals I, in your house. I'm like, I kind of want to start writing these dreams down because, like, some of them are really weird and like sell it to Adult Swim, right? Like, oh, you could yes. make, you could make TV shows. Oh yeah, out of the dreams that I have, I would watch the TV show you just you, the script that you just wrote. I would watch the show. 
Thank you. Thank you. I think I could be a writer, you know? Is it real? I don't know. Is it real? It's a good show. And that's the title for Adult Swim. <laughs> the whole fucking thing. It's like, are sentence. you afraid of the dark? But it's, is it real? Is it real? Are you an adult? <laughs> but are you? Is it real? Are you awake? That's are intense. Is I've this had, even reality? Yeah. I had, I've had a couple, I've had a couple sleep paralysis dreams in my life, but it never, never anything like that. It's always just like, uh, I wake up. Up, I sleep. I used to sleep on my stomach, so I'd like wake up my face in the pillow, oh and I couldn't yep. move. And I'm just like, there was one time yeah. where I was, I legitimately thought I'm going to suffocate on this fucking oh, pillow no. because I, I remember I was like breathing out of like this much of my nose. I was like, oh my god, oh, it was so brutal, it's so scary. And then I finally, I was like, just like, and I remember, I don't, I remember going like. Ha! And I, like, I twisted myself and I could breathe and I went, oh, thank God. But that woke my wife up. Um. Oh my God. Yeah, I, I learned uh, if you can tell yourself to like wiggle your hands and your toes, mm -hmm. that that helps. Like if that ever happens again, just be yeah. like, I know what's going on. Like wiggle, move your hands. Wiggle, wiggle your fingers and toes. Yes. I've, yeah. This is, I have gotten such amazing advice from you. This is, thank you for listening to the podcast. This was for me tonight. Um, no. <laughs> I'm just going to go back and replay it. I'm just going to be like, this is amazing. Um, Samantha, thank you so much for taking no time uh, to join us. Uh, before we, we sign off, I just want to give you the floor to promote and talk about any, anything you've got going on, anything you want people to know about. Oh, Wow. Um, well, personally, mm -hmm. nothing's going on in my life, um, but <laughs> we're always doing cool things at work. Um, I know that Zach has mentioned it before, too. Um, like GamersOutreach.org, we just launched The Grid, which is our new monthly giving program. Um, so if you want to join that community, um, you're always welcome. We're, we love the support. Um, and yeah, I think that's that's the biggest one right now. All right. Well, go check out. Uh, gamers outreach and the grid and the monthly giving and 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 help bring play to every children's hospital in the United States uh, and beyond hopefully right. um, everywhere uh, and I am Professor Broman thank you so much for listening to the podcast today if you heard anything and you made you think of someone in your life and I absolutely know this podcast did uh, please share it with them uh, that is the only thing that I really want you to do because what we do here is all about sharing information with each other also you could rate or subscribe to the podcast if you want that's nowhere near as important uh thank you so much for tuning in and and listening and if you're watching on twitch thank you for watching and we will talk to you all next time goodbye everybody Bye. Goodbye.